This is CNT Talk. Every week, two friends debate the issues of the ages as we agree to disagree. It's never politically correct, but it's always entertaining. Join us tonight so you can sound knowledgeable at work tomorrow. We're smacking you upside the head with the hammer of truth. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello, folks. It's a wonderful day, and I thought I'd put out a podcast. Um, still no Tony right now. We're still trying to coordinate, but uh, hopefully we'll be back together very soon. So something happens uh, on Tuesday. I'm recording this on a Saturday. On Tuesday, the um, elections, the midterm elections will occur across the country. Now, some of you may have already voted because early voting is a thing. Um, so that there's a possibility that there's voting has happened. You've already done it. You already know who you're going to vote for, and it's already accomplished. But for the vast majority of people, Tuesday is election day. So... Lots of things are going on out there. You're hearing lots of, if you're watching the, the um, TV news or you're reading a newspaper, most anywhere else, you're, you're seeing that democracy is on the ballot. Uh, they don't mean literally democracy is on the ballot, but they do mean the, the soul of our nation, to quote Joe Biden, or uh, whatever euphemism they want to come up with. If you don't vote for this group, democracy might die. As the Washington Post says, democracy dies in darkness. Well, it doesn't thrive in light, apparently, either. So I wanted to just touch on some of that, and I thought I'd bring, put the light bringer out because I think he's, he's what everybody seems to think is ideal in the Democratic Party. So just listen to Barack Obama here. Don't do that. We teach our kids to be fair. To be honest, oh, we should expect the same from our politicians. Because, listen, I, I understand that democracy might not seem like a top priority right now, especially when, when it doesn't always feel like the results work for you. You don't see enough progress on issues that matter to you and your family. Sometimes progress is slow. But we have seen throughout history, and we see right now around the world what happens when you give up on democracy. You can see it in countries where the government tells you what books you can and cannot read. Countries where if you dissent, you get put in a jail. Countries where reporters are silenced. Countries where it doesn't matter who you vote for because the same folks are going to win every time. And, and, and they'll do whatever they want. And where corruption is rampant because there's no accountability. When true democracy goes away, people get hurt, and it's hard to recover. So that was, uh, for those who don't know the light bringer, that was Barack Obama telling us how basically if you don't vote for the right people, democracy is going to end. We had a historian earlier this week who's talking about if you don't, if the Democrats don't win, the Republicans are going to round up your children and kill them. I don't I don't know where that comes from, um, but apparently in his fever fever-addled brain, that's what he thinks is going to happen if his side doesn't win. So that's Barack Obama telling you that. So let's parse a little bit about that. You see it in countries where the government tells you what books you can and cannot read. Um, yeah, there have been books removed from libraries when the government controls what's going on in school libraries, and then adding in things that you don't 
agree with. Is that not the government telling you what books you can and cannot read? Um, <clears throat> countries where if you dissent, you get put into jail. And that does sound like a terrible thing, except it seems to be happening. He said uh, the pastor gets hauled off to jail in front of children by a dozen armed federal agents with body armor and rifles. This is a gentleman in Philadelphia. If you were even tangentially connected to the January 6th riots, even if you thought about maybe possibly going, they're detaining people. They're, they're harassing you. So I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on there. Countries where reporters are silenced. So the New York Post was shut down on Twitter when they reported the Hunter Biden laptop, which we've now been told was legit. It was a legitimate laptop with legitimate information on it from Hunter Biden. But the New York Post was taken off of Facebook and their account was blocked on Twitter for reporting that. Countries where reporters are silenced. And the, the topper. Countries where it doesn't matter who you vote for because the same folks are going to win every time and they'll do what they want because corruption is rampant and there's no accountability. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. The man said on video that he told Ukraine, we're not going to give you that money unless you get rid of this prosecutor. Joe Biden. It it, it can't... This is, this is an amazing statement. See, I, I think sometimes our politicians, and I'll, I, I will stipulate that there are bad Republican politicians as well, but our politicians seem to think that our, the electorate is completely stupid, that they have no concept of whatever, whatever I say, that everything comes out of my face hole, is suddenly the truth because I said it. Not truth because it's actually true, but true because I said it, so therefore it is true. Uh, you see people losing their minds about Twitter. I talked about that last week. Losing their minds about Twitter. Uh, Elon Musk is saying we're losing advertisers. Nothing has changed. And the advertisers are worried about their brand being associated with Twitter for advertising because there could be bad things on there. You know, like the Ayatollah Khomeini uh, advocating the destruction of the Jewish nation. Uh, you, You know, people literally talking about killing Republicans and um, shooting them. But that's okay. But somebody on the other side may say, well, I don't agree with your policies or COVID uh, was a mess. Oh, got to ban you. Can't, can't, can't be associated with that. It's, it's hilarious to see that. And somebody actually said today, well, you know, if, if Elon Musk is losing advertisers, he should post the names of those advertisers. He should let people know who is pulling their advertising back and, Maybe we don't work. We don't buy stuff from them. Now that never works. Boycotts never work because corporations are huge, and frankly, you're going to buy something from them at some point. So it's really, really, really hard to disentangle yourself from every corporation who seems to be thinking that they know better than you. But I think that's it's important to remember this, um, and and not forget that what you're being told isn't necessarily the truth. So the Atlantic came out this week with a, basically they want people to forgive, you know, both, both sides made mistakes with COVID. They want COVID amnesty. 
you know, they, they want, they want to say, well, we shut down schools because it seemed like the right thing to do. We made everybody wear a mask because it seemed like the right thing to do. And we made, we, we fired people because they wouldn't get a vaccination because it seemed like the right thing to do. Um, the, the more you hear, the more you learn, you go, what, why, why did that happen that way? Um, under, under the rubric of government mandates, government, 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 which I'm still blaming Trump. Trump shut everything down. Two weeks to slow the curve. Does anybody remember that phrase? Two weeks to slow the curve. It, it's still going on. Okay? We're fast approaching three years, and it's still going on, and nothing has changed. Uh, we were told that the vaccines would prevent you from getting COVID. Well, that's not true. Of course, none of the companies that brought out a vaccine actually tested if it would keep you from getting COVID. Uh, they just brought a vaccine. So, you know, it, it might reduce your chances of getting COVID. It might keep you from spreading it, maybe. Um, but it, it's just like the flu vaccine, in my opinion. It's, it's uh, we get it because we're hoping to stave off the worst of whatever comes out. Now, if you've chosen not to get the vaccine, that's a choice. I hear constantly, you know, I, I listen to PTI and I listen to the, Tony and Mike talk about Kyrie Irving, not not about his anti-Semitism, that's something different. But he didn't get the vaccine last year and he couldn't play in certain games in cities where you had to have the vaccine to play. Uh, he's a horrible teammate, horrible teammate. Again, it's it's his personal decision for him. Now, if monetarily he gets docked because of it, okay, he didn't show up for work, <clears throat> can't participate, Give every right to take away um, the money for those games, or cut him if you if you so choose. But to say he's a horrible teammate because he chose not to put some foreign substance in his body, mm, that's a that's a decision each person should make. Now, I think there's certain places where it's you can't get away from it, you know. But like an amnesty on all the things that happened under COVID, that seems a little. I mean, Nobody gets held accountable for the mistakes that were made. Now, I understand there's genuine mistakes. People make mistakes because they don't have enough information to make a different decision. But did when did we know we were doing the wrong thing and why didn't we change at that point? Was it because control was too intoxicating? Was it because um, we didn't want to admit that we were wrong? Was it because... Orange Man Bad had to be removed from office, and the only way to do that was to keep talking about how bad everything was and how people were dying, which they were. But I don't know what Donald Trump would have done differently, could have done differently for that at that time period, or what Joe Biden could have done as he's taken over that would have changed any of that. The vaccines were just being rolled out. Actually, they didn't even get, didn't get announced until after the election. So you're holding Donald Trump accountable for a vaccine that maybe have some dubious benefit, might have some benefit, but not have the complete benefit that we hoped uh, when it wasn't even available on election day. It wasn't available. So, yeah, amnesty would require us to have somebody say, I'm sorry, in my, in my opinion. I have not heard anybody say, I'm sorry. I've heard a lot of people say, you're wrong, and you got to wear a mask, and we were masking up toddlers because... I don't know. 
Um, <clears throat> is there some benefit to an N95? Yep. Yes, there is. Is there a benefit to the other masks that most people are wearing? Maybe. Depends on what the mask was. Um, I sat in a meeting with a gentleman who had a mask made out of um, a mesh bag. He doubled it over, but it was a mesh bag <laughs> that he'd used to keep his, like you, it's like a, it's a bag you, you keep fish in, and he's got this strapped across his face. And I'm like, there's giant holes in it. I'm not sure what you're, what you're doing. Um, so th- there was a various levels of coverage, let's say, that provided practically no useful prevention of anything. Um, so you want amnesty, you gotta, you gotta take responsibility. Um, I'm not going to just give a blanket amnesty to somebody because they asked for it, but don't ever admit responsibility for something that that's not how that's not how things should work uh, at least not in my mind um but so everybody's everybody's different uh you have a different feel for that that's fine i i just wanted to to touch on what's coming on on tuesday um i'm, I'm optimistically hopeful that there will be a change in congress uh, both the Senate and the House. I, I don't know that, obviously, um, and I don't put a lot of stock in polls. So I'm going to be very clear on that. I, a poll is somebody's answer to a question that they haven't actually had to take a test. It's like a practice test. Yeah, it gives you an answer, but it doesn't really mean that's how I'm going to answer on at the exact moment I'm supposed to do this. Um, so polls to me are... They're fodder for news people and journalists to, to talk about it incessantly. But I don't care about a poll. I use my eyes. I walk around. I listen. Now, Joy Reid tells us that Republicans are teaching people the word inflation. Inflation has been around for decades. It's not – the Republicans didn't invent it and say, ooh, we got to make sure they understand what inflation means and what crime means. No, I'm sorry, Joy. Um, I don't know if you're just not – aware of anything prior to your existence or outside of your purview. Inflation has been around for, for a long time. And we've talked about it. My parents bought their first house um, or bought, bought a house in 1979 with a 19% interest rate. Now tell me that doesn't sound like inflation, huh? That was under Jimmy Carter. And yeah, that was, that was what we're dealing with. So, you're whining about a 7% interest rate. They paid a 19% interest rate. Wow. You know, that's, that's like somebody with bad credit trying to get a credit card. It's just, it's 27, 28%. So inflation has existed as long as monetary calculations have existed. So are you paying more? Use your eyes. That's all I'd say. Use your eyes, use your brain. When you go to the gas station, you're paying more than you you were. Of course you are. When you go to the grocery store, are you paying more or less than you were a year ago, two years ago? If you can answer less, then you must be eating less or buying less because that's the only way you're paying less. So go to a restaurant. Go to any restaurant. Doesn't matter where it is. Doesn't mean it's fast food. Doesn't mean it's fine dining. Uh, we went to a casual dining, uh, casual restaurant two weeks ago. And it was three people, and we got run-of-the-mill meals out of it, and it was $70. 
70 bucks. I mean, it's insane. But that's what it was because everything costs more. Every truck that has to transport the goods to that restaurant or that grocery store or that shopping center that you go to requires energy. The gas that we're not pumping out of the oil, we're not pumping out of the ground to make into refined gasoline or diesel is costing you more. So there's less of it. So it costs more to fill those vehicles to get them across the country. And make no mistake, we are a country where when oil was cheap, it didn't matter. You just drove it because that's what you did. It didn't matter. You just drove 20, 30 minutes to get to something. Now you have to make a conscious effort to say, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to decide to be in that place because I need that thing. Um, yeah, but everything costs more than labor goes up. You know, got to pay everybody $15 an hour, even if they're worth four. You got to pay them 15 because it fares fair. Um, the reality is everything costs more. So Barack Obama talks about democracy and everything going down to is hard to turn. It's hard to, it's hard to come back from that. Joe Biden, in less than two years, has made this country worse than it was two years ago. Forget that you don't like Donald Trump if you don't. Forget that if you do like Donald Trump. Two years later, and we're in a, we're in a mess. You know, There's a lot to, to, and we've talked about this before, there's a lot to analogize between Jimmy Carter and Joe Biden. There's a lot of similarities in political acumen and, and um, fiscal policy between these two. And it's not good. Nobody's going to sit there and say, Jimmy Carter, he was a great president. Most of his uh, accolades come after he was president, not while he was president. So, you know, politicians are going to make things up. They're going to say things. Um, I'm sitting in the state of Pennsylvania. We have a Senate election between John Fetterman and Mehmet Oz. John Fetterman's not there. John Fetterman is, if in fact you don't need somebody who can actually consciously think and go through a process of, of, of uh, contemplation, what does that say about our government? If you're going to vote for somebody who obviously cannot handle the, the rigors of the job, but because he's, he's your guy or your party, what are you going to do? I mean, I'm, I'm convinced that most people can't imagine voting for a candidate from the other party. Some do. I mean, we talk about independence, but some, some do. But most independents typically vote with one party or the other most of the time. And it's the rare exception when somebody is uh, a Democrat and votes for Republican or Republican votes for a Democrat. It's, that's very rare for that to happen. Uh, if, if, if it was that easy to change, then, then you wouldn't really need parties because you just pick the candidate. The party wouldn't matter. The, but the party matters. They get you in your tribe. My tribe matters. You need to vote for my tribe. Well, um, we'll see what happens on Tuesday. Again, I'm hopefully optimistic about what might be coming, but I don't, I don't know how it's going to turn out. And uh, is democracy going to die on Tuesday or is it going to be renewed? Um, we shall have to wait and see. And uh, I, I wait with bated breath and hopefully Tony and I can get together afterwards and break down what actually happened. 
and uh, hopefully have some insight into what this might mean going forward. But I, I just don't know where to where to take this. It's it's fear mongering at, at its highest. If you don't continue the status quo, then we're going to take your babies. We're going to kill your kids. We're going to you're not going to have the freedom to dissent. All the things that Barack Obama is talking about are the things that are happening, and yet he acts like if you vote for something else those things will happen. Mm, Look in the mirror, sir. Look in the mirror. So that's all I have today. I will leave you with um, a rundown from the Pride of the Southland marching band. We'll take us out. And um, if you know what this means, you know what's happening today. Thank you all. Goodbye. Production.